Call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. This is it, 10 Minutes from Hell podcast, episode 11. Uh, we are recording this one. Uh, it's not time sensitive. This is, uh, is going to be one of those uh, situations where both of us cannot uh, do the podcast on the weekly uh, kind of show. So uh, we've got some ideas for things that we can do um, when those situations come up. And today... We are going to be talking about uh, growing up nerd, um, mm-hmm. geek, nerd, dweeb, dork, whatever. Um, there's a lot of, there seems to be, I mean, some sort of debate between even those two words. I always called myself a nerd, but I guess the appropriate term for the type of dorks we are are geeks. Yeah, but then a geek is actually like a sideshow thing that like uh, eats chickens. So that's yeah, chicken heads oh, or whatever. I eat chickens. No, chicken heads. <laughs> live, live ones. <laughs> they would eat them like in front of people. And they called them a geek. I mean, seriously, they 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 said that's the geek, which is really insulting. That for all this time, like people were calling us geeks, and it's like you don't even know what that means. That's a horrible thing to call somebody. That's just really gross. <laughs> like that's not even like. It's not cute. Um, but, of course, none of those terms that they were using uh, towards us were meant to be uh, endearing or positive or, uh, you know, weren't supposed to be compliments. Right. <laughs> there, was, there was, you know, it was an insult, straight up. And, uh, and that's yeah. what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, how nerd culture has changed, you know, from uh, – in the 70s, uh, which is when I grew up, because I'm, I'm in my 40s. And then Doug is uh, going to talk about, you know, what it was like to be, like, in the, you know, the 80s and 90s, because uh, he's in his 30s. So we got about yep. a 10-year gap in between each other. And the difference between experiences of, like, you know, what was available and how you were treated compared to what it was like when, you know, like when, when Doug went to high school – vastly different <laughs> so yeah um i know uh me and my friends uh we've talked about that like we kind of laid the groundwork for like allowing uh the nerd culture to be accepted but we were kind of the you know we were the ones who like we paved the way with our with our blood <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was that was all that we're kind of we're kind of like the normal rays of uh, of nerds, you know. We stood up to society, and successfully or not successfully, it doesn't really matter. But looking at what's going on today, we won. The nerds won. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, so there, I would say yeah. that's yeah, that's clear. Yeah, yeah, we're the winners. We did. And if, yeah. um, if anybody questions that, just look at popular culture now. Box office. Um, you can't trip over TV. a superhero these days. I mean, not everywhere. 
And that's or the thing it's sci-fi or horror or, you know, there's... The, oh, yeah. It's absolutely mainstream. It's everywhere. And that's the thing that kind of annoys me is that, like, when I'll be talking to somebody, whether it be at work or, you know, just, uh, you know, maybe on Facebook or whatever, um, and to hear all these people talk about how much they love, like, these Marvel movies and they're way into them and they, you know, and they love the TV shows and, you know, this kind of stuff and everything. And I know for a fact that these people, when they were in high school, they made fun of the people who liked this stuff. And now all of a sudden, now it's like <laughs> totally okay. They'd, oh yeah. Oh, oh, you're into that? Really? Because you weren't in 1985. <laughs> or if you did, you just hid it under, you know, your blanket, you know, you just did a, yeah. squashed it down. You hid it under a, hid your nerd flame under a bushel. Um, and I think, which, you know, I mean, part, part of that has to do with just being kids. I mean, it, it, yeah, there's a, there's a point in, in school or, you know, whatever, uh, culture, uh, the culture of school where you have to not do anything weird and you have to fit in and, you know, yeah. that that probably includes, you know, trying to look cool and, and not liking the things that you actually do like. And the the kids who just don't give a crap and continue to like those things are the ones that's, that get picked on because they, they right. you know, they've made themselves a target. Because even though, sure, you know, the kid might like Spider-Man 2, he can't let anybody know that he likes Spider-Man because that's not cool anymore. Right, whatever. I'll let you continue. Yeah, and that's, and, and, that's, and that's, yeah, and that's, no, no, I want you to interrupt. I mean, because if you have questions, I want you to ask them. Because nobody listening can ask questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I mean, if you hear something that's interesting, you can, you know, ask, yeah, yeah absolutely ask a question. Um, so, first of all, I mean, you got to look at what was going on um, like when I was growing up, I mean, you know, and, and uh, in the early 70s, there were a couple of different things that you could watch, you know, on television. Um, and it was uh, Westerns and mm-hmm. like uh, war movies. Like that was like, you know, movies about, you know, army men. Um, and those were the most popular things. As a kid, that's what you always, you know, we would always play Army. You'd always play Cowboys and Indians. As horrible as that sounds now, when I say that out of my mouth, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys and Indians. But it's true, though. I mean, that's what it was. Um, but, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot to choose from. Um, and I loved Westerns, and I loved, you know, the the war movies and everything, because that's what was popular to little kids, and, and you know, all, all little kids dug that stuff, and trucks and cars and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but as far as, like, what was available uh, was very limited, and, and really, like, science fiction, like, was not very much mainstream, and the only thing they had was, like, maybe, like, the the movies like from the fifties or sixties that, you know, maybe were like, you know, kind of a horror kind of sci-fi aliens, you know, taking over bodies and, you know, weird monsters and that kind of thing. And then you had Godzilla and you had King Kong and, you know, and you had, you know, these kinds of things. But, Twilight um, Zone. Twilight Zone. Was that later? Um, 
Well, that came on the 60s. So, I mean, that's, yeah. no, that's, that's right on. And then, uh, and then like, uh, you know, James Bond, you know, that was, you know, that was very oh, science yeah. fiction-y, you know, with the, the gadgets and stuff. Um, and of course that got more and more, you know, a part of the movie of the movies. I mean, it started out, it was very limited to the amount of like sci-fi kind of stuff in those, but they got, they got more and more as time went on. But, um, I remember the the first thing that like really struck me where I was like, okay, this is something I'm definitely into was, uh, the television show wild, wild west. And in, I had been watching all these Westerns because that's what I was told to do. And then here comes this Western <laughs> that was different that the hero had like gadgets and they had science fiction stuff and they, you know, had, you know, uh, things where they could change their appearance and they could, you know, and there was, you know, crazy contraptions and, and super villains and, and all this kind of stuff. And I totally dug it. Like, I, I keyed into that 100%. And when mm-hmm. you asked my parents what was my favorite show when I was a kid, uh, mom and dad would definitely say it was Wild Wild West. That was the show that I could not get enough of. Um, and that's where it started. That really is where it started. And then, uh, you know, like I got into Planet of the Apes, you know, which was another thing that, you know, was available at that time. Um, mm-hmm. But again, there wasn't much. You know, so you just kind of clung to whatever you could. And then Star Trek, you know, that, you know, everyone watched Star Trek. And, and that was, you know, really, you know, really popular among uh, wannabe nerd, you know, culture folk. Um, <laughs> had uh, that, had Doctor Who made its way across yet? Or was that not until more well, like that the, just, that the didn't, 80s? That didn't happen to, yeah, it didn't happen until like the 80s. Um, and we'll, we can get to that. Um, but, you know, I mean, really, I mean, as a nerd, you know, the thing that you, you know, really picked up on quickly was comic books. And they were everywhere. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you went to the grocery store, you went to the drug store, you went to the gas station. Comic books were everywhere. And they were like the, the spinner racks. Yeah. And they were like 50 cents, maybe. I don't know. They were nothing. And so your parents would have no problem buying you one because it's like, oh, this is nothing, you know. And you'd read it and you'd just throw it away. Like it wasn't even five bucks. No, no. And we weren't hanging on to them. You know, it's like you'd read them and then you just throw them in a corner. And if they got messed up, you know, it's like, ah, it wasn't my favorite anyway. I don't care. It wasn't, you know, you just didn't care. Right. You know, it was just, it was just like a newspaper, you know. What you would do actually is you'd put them in a box, all the ones that you didn't like. And then you'd give them to your little brother years later. That's what would happen. Yeah. That's what happened. That's exactly <laughs> that's what exactly. happened. So I read all of the stuff that you didn't like. Yeah. Or that I just, you know, had, you know, read enough that I didn't care anymore. You know, so I'm um, but uh but you know, I mean comic books were a huge part of of my growing up and, and in fact I actually learned how to read. Like I taught myself how to read um, so I could read Spider-Man because oh, yeah. I wanted to know what he was saying. And so I was very, very intent on like, I would look at him and look at him and look at him and look at him until, you know, until finally I could figure out, you know, what it was that he was saying. And I can, and I can, I can tell from what was going on in the panels that, 
you know, these are kind of the things he's saying, you know, and, and if I had a yeah. question or whatever, I could ask, I could ask our older brother, Jeff, and I, you know, I could be like, what's this word, you know, whatever. And he'd be like, yeah, it's, you know, diagonal dummy, you know, and, uh, and then, you know, <laughs> so there, whatever. Um, but that's how I learned. And, and mm-hmm. I was hooked. I read every comic book I could get my hand on. And that was it. That was, that was the only way that you could get into that superhero world was, was through comics. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, the, the cartoons were really rare. They had a Spider-Man cartoon that was on, but it wasn't on all the time. Uh, it would go in kind of waves of like the local station would pick it up and, it would play for like maybe, I don't know, eight months and then it would go away and then it would come back again, like maybe a year later. Um, it would be kind of like the, on a, uh, on a rotation. The, that was like the sixties. Uh, I remember they had like a, a Hulk one and they had Spider-Man yep. and they had, uh, I want to say they had fantastic four, but I don't remember if that's true. They did. They did. But again, they, I mean, they weren't, they were really never, cheap. They were cheap oh, and very cheap. not not well written and pretty disposable. Yeah, but they had great theme songs. Uh, yeah, you know, Spider Man, of course, is the you know most you know popular and known. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man, Spider Man does what a spider can. Beautiful. You know, um, welcome fame. He's ignored. Action is his reward. Um, that's, <laughs> that's the uh, that's the deal. Um, but you know, I mean, uh, Spider Man was such a big part of mine and my friends' lives that I mean, it was like, you know, we loved Spider Man. And then the Electric Company uh, had a Spider Man segment where he would be on there, um, which we got really excited about. That was a really ex- exciting thing as a kid. Um, was that live uh, action or was that animated? It was, was live. No, it was live action. Um, ah. But um, he didn't fight any real good villains. Like he didn't fight like Green Goblin or something like that. He fought like the birthday cake bandit or something. Oh. And it, it was yeah, it was a big letdown, you know, compared to what we had envisioned and what we wanted Spider Man on TV. One, you know, was it supposed to be like edgy? It was supposed to be educational. Oh, it was very educational because they did so like they a, did like a Sesame Street type thing. That yeah, you could uh, you could read the balloons because he wouldn't actually talk. So all of his uh, all of his dialogue would be in like the comic book balloons. The thought bubbles. Read them. Yeah, the thought bubbles. Oh, you could, okay, you could, you could or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was supposed to be educational, and and it was. You know, I'm uh, I'm sure we all got a lot out of that. Um, but, uh, I mean, I can't speak to everyone else, but I think I'm sure I probably learned a couple of things from that. Um, but, uh, it wasn't until like, uh, 1977 when, uh, the, uh, Spider-Man TV show was talked about that it was like, oh, there's going to be a TV show, a live action, uh, TV show. Um, and before that, I almost forgot. I wanted to talk about this. Um, me and my friend Scott McDonald, my best friend, when I was in elementary school, we um, went to the Tom Thumb that was close to our house. And uh, Tom Thumb 
little convenience store that existed like in the 70s to maybe the 80s. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, it was uh, still around in the 80s. I think it was still around even up to just a couple of years ago. Really? Wow. Yeah. I did not know. I mean, probably not the exact one you went to. Right, right. No, I think that was gone a long time. But uh, we went to the Tom Thumbs, and they had a sign, uh, like a little flyer, saying that Spider-Man was going to be at Tom Thumb, like, in a week or two. They had the date on it. <laughs> I and remember the story. We, and we lost our minds. Like, we were like, oh, my God, Spider-Man is going to be here. He's going to be at Tom Thumb. And we weren't idiots. We knew that there was no Spider-Man. I mean, like, we knew that. But it was just so exciting to think that he was going to be there. And... uh Oh my gosh, we talked about it for so long. Like him and I, like we, you know, like, what do you think it's going to be like? Like, what is he going to do? You know, like, do you think he's going to show up and then like, like the Green Goblin is going to be there and then he's going to like start fighting with him like in front of us and then you know, and, and do you think <laughs> he's going to like shoot webs at him or do you think he's going to swing in? Do you think he's going to swing down from like the you know from the top of the building and then like drop down like on a web? And then, you know, do his pose and everything for us and everything. But you think, you think that's what he's going to do? And we had all these crazy imaginings of, like, what, how this was all going to play out. And the day came, and we sat there, and we were the first ones in line, and we were standing there in front of the Tom Thumb, and they're like, he's coming, you know, he's on his way. And we're like, oh, my gosh, here he comes. He's going to be here any second. And he came in, and this is not an exaggeration at all, he came in uh, on the hood of a uh, a Pinto, like it was like a <laughs> tiny little compact car driving up through the Tom Thumb parking lot, like going like walking speed. You know, they didn't want to hurt Spider Man, and he was crouched on the hood of the car. <laughs> he pulled in, and we saw him, and our like our hearts just sunk. Like, it was just like, oh, no. Like, that was the most humiliating entrance that we could have imagined. Because um, he was almost bigger than the car. Like, it was, it was like, it was not. And his suit wasn't great. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was okay. But it was just like, we had envisioned, like, like how incredible this experience was going to be. Um, <laughs> I mean, it could have been worse. But, I mean, it could have been, been way driven. worse. He could have just been like in the passenger seat when you know the Tom Fun person drives him up, and it's just like, <laughs> and he, he just opens the door. <laughs> hey, hey, kid! <laughs> he could have been like just, just like walking, like he had parked like a block away, and then just walked up. <laughs> he's out of breath, and he's tired, and he's like. Oh, give me a second. You know, I just, you know, hey, what's up? <laughs> he comes up riding his bike. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, you know, who knows? It could have been way, yeah, it could have been way worse. But, uh, but that's how desperate we were. Yeah, that's how desperate we were for this to happen. Um, but uh, uh, then the TV show, you know, was, was going to happen. And, oh, my gosh. That was so exciting because, I mean, we were going to finally see it. We were going to get to see live-action Spider-Man on television. Nobody, you know, had seen anything like this yet. And uh, 
they had a magazine that came out at that time. We had no internet. All you have are magazines. Um, and there's a magazine that was produced by Marvel called Pizzazz. Terrible name. But it was a, <laughs> it was a, it was like a pop culture magazine, you know, for, for young adults. And, uh, and they had, you know, a whole like cover story and everything, you know, Spider-Man. It's like, oh, he looks great. You know, the picture looked great. Everything looked great. TV show premieres. Me and Scott are sitting there in front of the TV, super excited, and uh, it was awful. It was terrible. And it was mm-hmm. like he like he didn't shoot webs. He shot actual rope out of his hands. <laughs> like it was it was terrible. And he didn't fight like super villains. He fought like nobody's. Like you know, like I think there was one episode where he. He uh, infiltrated a uh, telemarketing like pyramid scheme, like it was like it took place like in a hotel, like in a hotel meeting room. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like the villain, the villain was the AV, you know, like the the people setting up the <laughs> setting up the screens and the and the projectors, like that was you know that was part of the the scheme. Um, yeah, it's oh, terrible. Man. And so, yeah, so it was, I mean, it was awful. And, and this is the time that we lived in, you know, that it was like, you know, there were, there wasn't anything that, that you know, could satisfy what we wanted. Um, and then, of course, came Star Wars. 1977, Star Wars comes out, blows everybody's mind. Because all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my gosh, we've never seen anything like this. Like, this is completely, I mean, it just took it to a whole new level of like what, you know, what it could be. And it, and I'm, I'm sure that it, it uh, birthed a lot of nerds. Like a lot, a lot of people were kind of on the fence about being a nerd. All of a sudden, oh my gosh, no, I'm a nerd for sure. Like this is, <laughs> I'm way into this. And adults were too, you know, at the time. Um, but uh, it was, you know, it was prevalent i mean it went through every generation and and you know kids got swept up in it and uh but when you were at school and this is you know uh elementary school um Mm -hmm. when you're at school there was a a large portion of kids that had the same like mind that you did like they liked the same thing that you did basically you know it was you know six million dollar man it was star wars it was uh, uh the incredible hulk that didn't come until later um mm-hmm. but superheroes on action. lunch boxes yeah. yeah but but superheroes on lunch boxes and everything that was all acceptable like that was fine like you could you could totally you know be into this stuff and nobody cared um there were other kids that were, you know, kind of gravitating towards sports and, you know, and, and maybe they still like that stuff, but they were slowly kind of pushing it away. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a core group of people that I knew that, you know, we stayed into it, like all through elementary school and even getting into like junior high, we were still into it, you know, and then this, this turn comes <laughs> like, I can't explain <laughs> it, but at certain, at some point, they just kind of go, you know what? I should probably not like this stuff anymore. And if anybody does like this stuff, then I'm probably not going to talk to them anymore. Um, yeah. Or I'm going to make, or I'm going to make fun of them for for liking the same thing that I did a year ago. But now I don't like it anymore. But secretly they did. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> secretly they still dug it. 
But right. the people who were still holding on to it, people like me, um, we were targets, you know, and, oh, yeah. and, uh, and I remember there was, uh, and I told you this story before, but there, uh, there was, uh, in eighth grade, I remember, um, we were doing, uh, drug education, which is, you know, that was a big thing in like 1980 or whatever. Um, and you would, uh, get hooked up with a high school kid and they'd come in and they'd talk to you about, you know, don't do drugs. And they, you know, and I think it lasted for like a week or two. Um, but you would see them like, you know, twice a week or something. I don't know. It seemed like we, we met a lot. It was a big deal. They really wanted us to know about this, this drug stuff. They were very worried about it. Um, and, uh, and it worked out great. There's no drugs now at all. So I'm glad that that whole initiative worked really well. Uh, nobody does. Nobody does drugs now. No, um, yeah, so it, it all went away. It's all gone. Same with same with Dare uh, in the nineties, just obliterated. No, yes, yeah, gone. Duh, yeah, we don't have to worry about it. Um, so that was that was a good you know use of time uh, that they did with us with that. Um, so uh, back to the, the awkward thing that happened. So uh, <laughs> we're sitting there in the locker bay. And, and, uh, what was that? That was just some dramatic music. That was cool. That's like the wind, that was like the Windows theme. Um, yeah, that was my computer. So, uh, we're sitting cross legged. Yeah, because that's what you do. Um, you're sitting in the locker room. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, my pants kind of rose up, uh, my pant legs rose up a little bit because I was sitting cross legged. And probably my, my pants were probably too short. Let's be honest. Uh, that was, you know, <laughs> where's the flood? You know, that whole. Uh, so, yes, it was possible that my pants were probably too short anyway. Um, so, anyway, they, they rose up a little bit, and I'd forgotten that that day I had wore my Spider-Man socks. And I didn't have several pairs of Spider-Man socks. I had a pair of Spider-Man socks. But I love these socks because they were really comfortable and they were long. So they, you know, they wouldn't, you know, like, like go down, like while you're like wearing oh, them, and you know, your shoe. You pull yeah. them up. Yeah. Where you had to pull them up and everything. they were long. So they, you know, and they had, you know, Spider-Man was very prevalent on the Spider-Man socks and, and, and then his <laughs> name was on there. And I mean, it was very, you know, it was very pro Spider-Man, these socks, you know, they were, they were like, you know, very, very detailed. Um, and they're red and white. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, anyway, I love these socks, but I forgot that I had wore them. And so as soon as I sat down cross-legged, what does everybody see but my Spider-Man socks? And you can't miss them. And immediately, <laughs> one of the guys sitting next to me goes, you're wearing Spider-Man socks. And everybody starts laughing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is not going to be a good day for me. And so, so I, was like, I was like, this stinks. And then the girl who was, who was teaching us, she's like, hey, 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 you know, take it easy, you know. And she looked at me and she winked at me and she was, I like Spider-Man. And I'm like, oh, thank you. That is not going to help me at all. <laughs> but, but, but thank you for the, you know, little, you know, trying to help me out. but. 
yeah, that's not going to work at all. <laughs> like, I can't read that <laughs> later. Be like, hey, uh, just so you know, the drug education girl, she likes Spider-Man, too. And she's older. So, <laughs> so that was, they didn't work out. And uh, needs to say, that guy that saw those Spider-Man socks, he would call me Spider-Man socks for years. Like, he never gave up on it. Like, ever. It was like his go-to insult every time he saw me. Hey, what's up, Spider-Man socks? And I'd just be like, really? It's like two years ago. And yeah. I can't believe you're still hanging on to this. <laughs> like, this is, like, I will never live this down. Um, however, I Whenever he felt unsecure... Down. Whenever he felt well, insecure and that uh, people yeah. maybe start picking on him. Hey, where's Spider-Man socks? I'll make myself mm-hmm. feel better. Oh, yeah. don't, wor- don't worry, though. I won up Spider-Man socks in record time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I was picking out my new glasses. And this is after Spider-Man socks. So this is probably like uh, 80. I don't know. Yeah, probably about 80. 79, 80. And uh, I'm picking out my new glasses, and I'm looking at all the frames, and they're saying, okay, you can pick you know, any frames in this box. And so I'm looking through them, and uh, I want the hinged ones because uh, I would always fall asleep with my glasses on, and I'd you know, bend them and whatever, you know, almost break them. And I broke a lot of glasses. So I had to have some strong uh, hinged you know, glasses. And so I said, well, do you have any with the, the double hinge? Because my glasses are very, you know, I break a lot of them. And the nurse or whatever, the uh, assistant, she's like, oh, well, these, you know, four up here are all double hinge. And so I looked at each one, and one of them was Battlestar Galactica glasses. Like, <laughs> in a tiny, tiny, and it was it wasn't, like, obvious, but... In the, like, it wasn't like a Cylon the, visor. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been better. I probably would have gotten less crap for that than these. Because on the on the actual like hinge of the glasses, uh, there was a tiny little Battlestar Galactica like uh, logo or lo- logo. Yeah, but it actually said Battlestar Galactica, but it was so tiny, and it was just right on the hinge. So it was just enough that I'd be like, oh, my gosh, yeah. And that was the first thing I thought. I was like, I got to have these. Like, these are these are the ones I want. <laughs> so, so I got them, and I was so happy, and I was so excited. And I wore them to school the next day, and nobody noticed. Nobody had any idea that I was wearing them. And that was the genius of these glasses, is that they were, it was so small that unless you really looked, you would not be able to tell. It would just, you would think yeah. that it just said, it just said, you know, uh, generic glasses company, you know, whatever was popular then. It wasn't anything, you know, designer, I'll tell you that. It's probably like yeah. JCPenney or something. I don't know. I don't know who made glasses at that time, but, you know, I'm sure it was nothing expensive. So <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't see it unless you were very, very close. However, if you're standing at a bus stop, people tend to be very, very close to you. And, uh, and, and somebody, I think I know this is where this is going. And somebody just happened to look over 
And they're like, what does that say in your glasses? And I go, huh? What? I I can't, what? And, and then they're like, they're like, let me see those. Oh, my God. It says Battlestar Galactica. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, yeah maybe. I guess yeah, it's possible. And then... Uh, we have time to read the things on their glasses. I, I, I had no idea. <laughs> everybody else heard him say it. And they're like, what? And before I knew it, I had three or four people around my head looking at my glasses and <laughs> laughing. Laughing oh, hysterically. No. And they're like, oh, my God, you have Battlestar Galactica glasses. So needless to say, I didn't have to worry about Spider-Man socks anymore. Because now I was Battlestar Galactica glasses, and that's way better <laughs> than that. <laughs> but you know what? I didn't care. I really didn't. Because you know, it was like, you know what? These are my glasses. I picked them. I like Battlestar Galactica, and I'm going to keep wearing them. And eventually, it wore off. People just didn't care anymore. You know, like somebody would make yeah. a comment about it or whatever, and there'd be a chuckle or two, and then everybody would just move on. Because they were just like, yeah, who cares? Whatever. Um, he's still a nerd. He's still a dork. I don't, you know, I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know, wear, wear your glasses. Who, you know, doesn't change anything. So, um, <laughs> but I hung on to those things. Um, and then, you know, and, and, and that's, and that's how it went through like junior high was, it was like there was, uh, less and less people were into this stuff. And then by the time you got into high school, then it's like nobody was into it. Nobody. <laughs> nobody was making any sort of like, you know, uh, stand of like, nope, I'm into this and I'm cool with it. Like everybody hit it completely. Um, yeah. And I would, bring, I would bring comic books to school. Like I would bring like magazines and things and I would hide them underneath my books because I knew that like if anybody saw this I'm dead you know like, like I'm going to get so much crap um, but uh, it was just it was just such a different time and, and you know and you know more things became available too as you know as you got more into the 80s I mean you had you know by that time there had been uh, the Incredible Hulk TV show there had been you know of course Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and, you know, and all the rip-offs that went with that and Battlestar Galactica. And, and so there was more and more stuff like that out there, but it was, uh, it was still not mainstream accepted by everybody. Um, there was definitely like a group of people who were into that, um, greatest American hero, uh, you know, like, I mean, some of these things. Um, and of course, none of these shows were great. You know, they weren't good. I mean, compared to, like, what we have now, I mean, they were not, they were not great shows. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, can't, uh, I can't think of anything else right off the top of my head. Um, but it was... Kids now, today, they have no idea of, like, what they have access to and what is okay to like and what not to like. And, you know, and, um, I liked action figures, you know, and, and I remember like at the age of like 16, I remember this really sad moment where I was like, I looked at this new action figure I had bought and I was 16 and I looked at it and it was, 
it was an Indiana Jones action figure, and I was really happy with it. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. You know, and I had it displayed on my desk or on my dresser and everything. In our room, actually, when you and I shared the room. And I remember yeah. there was this moment where I was like, you know what? I can't be into this anymore. Like, I'm too old <laughs> for this, and I can't, I can't buy these anymore, and I can't display them anymore, and I have to, you know, I have to hide them. I have to, you know, get rid of them. Not get rid of them, but just, like, not have them in view. Um, yeah. So I put them all in a box, and I, and I put them in the storage area, and I said, you know, that's it. I said, you know, I'm, I'm done with them. Um, and if I wouldn't have done that, uh, all my stuff wouldn't have got stolen. <laughs> because some <laughs> kids broke into our storage oh, area and stole yeah, all my right. stuff. Yeah, all, the, all, all the Raiders of the Lost Ark figures. Man, yeah, all that, I remember that. Yeah, I was devastated. Because I was like, even though I know I'm not supposed to be into this, I was. And I really mm. was upset that I lost that stuff. And and had I just like been okay with like having that stuff out, you know, and, and, and having people see it, it would never have gotten mm. stolen. But because I I, I gave in I gave in to the whole pressure of like, nope, you're too old for this. You can't be into this stuff anymore. And it's so funny because now kids that are like 15, 16 years old, they're way into this stuff. And, and they still have action figures and they just slam on their shelves and they, you know, whatever. And nobody cares. And, uh, it's just, uh, it's just funny how, how things turn that way. But, I want to uh, I want to hear what it was like for you because I mean obviously you and I were together um, in the eighties. Um, you were very, very young, but you grew up with a lot of the stuff that I grew up with. You know, as I was kind of easing out, you were easing in. Um, yeah, but I had a lot of stuff. Yeah, you did. I gave you a lot of my stuff. Yeah, yeah. I even had some of like Jeff's old, uh, our other our brother Jeff. Um, even had some of his old, you know, like GI Joes, which were probably passed down from him to you to me. You know, the, the old '60s ones. Man, oh, I love sure. those things. Yeah, they um, were awesome. None of their hair or beards had survived. Now they're all patchy and from being yeah, buried in the backyard or whatever. If you got them wet, they yeah, they get they would come off. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I I was born in the late '70s, and so. Star Wars had been a cultural phenomenon since I was born. And that was, I mean, that was just, I always remember Star Wars, always. I mean, and, um, you know, we would go and, I remember we would go and see movies occasionally. And that was, I mean, I think that was my favorite thing ever was, uh, was watching movies. And, um, the tragedy was that, it's not really a tragedy, um, <laughs> was that, uh, I remember, I think when you were still around, you had bought uh, a TV and a VCR with, from your job at, uh, at Rax down the street. That's right. <laughs> that was the first thing I bought. Damn straight, I did. Yeah, and, and, and uh, it was so great, you know, because you could rent tapes and, and we could watch movies or whatever. I don't even remember what we watched. You probably didn't let me watch anything. Um, I let you watch anything. Because I was little. Mom, mom wouldn't let you watch anything. But oh, right, right, right. Uh, but then, you know, after you had moved out and, you know, uh, mom and I had moved to other places, you know, we she, we didn't have a ton of money. And so uh, 
she would, you know, try to do what she could to, you know, um, keep me entertained. But that that most of the time meant that I would get TVs from garage sales or, you know, side of the road with a sign that said free on it or whatever. <laughs> and um, because it was still the 80s, uh, that meant that a a cheap or free TV was black and white. So I watched just way too much reruns in black and white of everything from, I mean, it had to have been from the 70s and, and early 80s, all the just disposable, stupid sitcoms and old cartoons and everything. And uh, I, I would read uh, every book I could find at the library, both the school library and, and the public library, about movies. And um, I, I mean, I've read about all these, you know, horror movies and sci-fi movies, and and I would just, I would be like, man, I wish I could watch this movie. Like I would just, but I, I couldn't. There was no way to. So I would just read about everything I could, and uh, and then I did have, you know, some uh, some comic books, which I, I think were passed on from you. I mean, it had to have been uh, probably, like I had mentioned before. And uh, I love those. I read every every one that I could find that you know had been laying around, and um, that was kind of my experience with with comics until I started getting older, and I was able to to buy them myself. And uh, um, the uh, the Disney uh, Duck series, uh, written by Carl Barks, was um, I wouldn't say it was very popular, but it was very well regarded. Mm-hmm. And that was like the basis for um, the DuckTales TV show, which then came out and I loved. Um, but so a, a lot of my comic book reading was, was more along those lines. It was like old adventure uh, Disney things, which I think were probably uh, some of the ones that you had passed on to as well, like an occasional like Batman or Superman um, that you had probably read too many times and were sick of. Yeah. Uh, and so that was, I mean, I guess that was my main experience as a kid. It was just, you know, black and white TV and old comic books. <laughs> um, when I got into like, junior high, it wasn't quite as much of a stigma as, uh, as what you were talking about. But, I mean, it, it was still, you know, comic books were, were more kid stuff. But then a, a kind of a, a turn happened, and that's that's when the the comic book industry started getting huge because the stuff from the '60s all of a sudden was worth lots of money, and so right. um, that that pushed sort of a artificial craze in the medium where all of a sudden everybody wanted to get comic books, and nobody was reading them. I mean, some people were, but um, I was. Yeah. But uh, that was like the the nineties with all of the you know the crazy foil covers and you know uh, right. just things things got out of hand. I mean it was nuts. Um, and then they you know the the uh, comic book companies started doing the more uh, I guess gimmicky uh, storylines like Death of Superman, which I, for being a gimmick was still uh, actually a solid story. Um, and like Nightfall with uh, Batman getting his uh, back broken. Um, and so it, 
it had, it had hit a time of uh, acceptance in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. I mean, I, I don't remember anything specific where I got like made fun of because I would have a comic book. I guess people just didn't really talk about it. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm sure that I had brought them to school at some point and, you know, been reading a, an X-Men comic or well, something. I, I, know, I know you did. I know you did because I, I remember I saw you going to school one morning when I was staying at, at Mom's place. And mm-hmm. you were in high school and you had, like, some comics, like, in your hand, like, as you were going out the door. And I was like, what is, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, you're like, oh, well, school. And I'm like, and you can have, like, like comic books, like out, <laughs> like you can, like you can actually like have them showing, and you're like, yeah, what's the big deal? And I'm like, because I could never do that. Like I could never have them be open. <laughs> like I couldn't actually have them yeah. see, have you see them. You know, um, I remember that was kind of like the first thing that I realized that a turn had happened. You know, without yeah. me knowing it, that like it, all of a sudden this was okay, and I'm like, yeah. wow. All right, well, good for you. That's nice. <laughs> and, you know, there was there was plenty of other things that kids made fun of me for. I'm not saying I wasn't made fun of because I was I was made fun of mercilessly by all certain, you know, for all yeah, sorts of reasons. Yeah, the trench coat with, like, the stuff written on it and the... Uh, well, that was, that, that was actually later. That was more in high school, but, you know, junior high and uh, late elementary school and junior high kids started to, you know... Um, Pick on me for various reasons, probably psychological, that they felt inadequate in some other way. And I was an easy target because I wouldn't fight back. Um, (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so, I mean, I guess that that actually helped instill in me, instill in me a, well, you know what? Nobody cares. Like, I, you know, people would make fun of me because of a certain thing, so I would change it. I'd be like, okay, well, you know, maybe they'll like me if I do this. And uh, they wouldn't. They would still make fun of me for something else. So it, it harbored a sense of, you know what, I don't care. If they, you know, if they're, right. they're just they're going to choose to make fun of me, well, they're just going to make fun of me. And so I'm just going to keep doing whatever, whatever I want. Um, and that's... Uh, Pretty much stuck with me, <laughs> for for good or bad. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, by the time I was in high school, I just I didn't care what anybody what anybody thought. I remember we'd play. Um, uh, some kids really got into that card game, uh, Magic Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah. And we would just put, we would sit and you know they'd say, hey, you, know, you want to play with us? And you know, here. Um, take my deck of cards or whatever, and I'll teach you how to play. And we'd play it right in study hall, and nobody cared. I mean, there was probably somebody who's like, oh, hey, look, those kids are playing cards. And it was like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, it, no, I, know. I don't know about things that, uh, things that had definitely changed uh, by the 90s. Um, yeah. That was fascinating, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? That's all you got? That's all I got right now, yeah. That's fine. Um, I don't have any... No, but that's, uh, I can't think of any... No, but that's, that's, that's good, though. I mean, that's... And that shows, like, what's and what's going on today, obviously, is that, you know, it's 100% mainstream. 
everybody yeah. likes well, it. Well, I, I do remember, you know, like, I, I took I took some time off between going to uh, college after high school. And yeah. um, I was, you know, maybe, I don't know, four or five years out. And by the time I came back and uh, was going for my graphic design degree and um, there was a lot of, you know, younger kids coming in. They were just coming out of high school and I'd start, you know, working on projects that would be like, you know, I'd, I'd do something with comics or I'd do something with movies or whatever. And instead of getting the reaction of, oh, you know, whatever, you're doing some comic book thing. And maybe it was because of the school, too, but probably 100% of the reactions, it was like, whoa, awesome. And, you know, they it was just a completely different reaction to, like, everything else in my life. <laughs> I'd do something, right. you know, comic-related, comic, comic related and they'd be like, oh, that's so cool. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember thinking, like, wow, this is weird. I feel like I've come into a, a little bit of an alternate reality. Well, you know, and that's and that's why all this stuff is happening now, or has been happening, you know, in the last ten, fifteen years, is because the people like us that grew up, they started making the stuff that they were into, and yeah. and it became popular, and so it's like all the people that are making this stuff, they were all people just like us, you know, that were going through the same thing. People in my age group had mm-hmm. similar experiences to mine. And people in your age group, you know, had similar experiences to you. And it just keeps going, you know, and and it doesn't show any signs of stopping at all. I mean, like it's, I mean, it is the thing. Uh, Nerd is like it. Like (laughs) they are dictating everything that we watch and everything that we read and everything that we, you know, consume. It's, I mean, uh, it's so fun. I love it. And that's why something like this podcast can even exist, you know, is because, right. you know, this is something now that people do talk about and they are into. And, you know, shows like The Walking Dead, you know, who would have thought that that would become like, you know, a seven season show? Like, I mean, it's like nobody yeah. had any idea how popular that would be. Something based off of, like, the George Romero zombie world. I mean, going yeah. mainstream, I mean, that's just, that's insane. That's crazy. And you're just so used to it now that you don't even think about it, that it's like, wow, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we never had anything like this. Things like, you know, Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones and you know, all this. Mm-hmm. The, the people that you would never imagine being into fantasy are are watching Game of Thrones and it's like wow really <laughs> yeah, it's just and Lord and Lord of the Lord of the Rings I think had a lot to do with that it's that they, yeah. they populated their the movies their yeah. movies yeah their movies with like top talent they played it straight it wasn't cheesy it looked awesome they got an effects company that you know was unproven but you know really knew how to get it done and and they changed everything. They changed everything about motion capture. They changed, I mean, the looks of those movies, it it completely broke ground. Probably as much as, like, Star Wars when it came out. And uh, and because of that, they got a lot of people into it. They did things that, yeah. Yeah, They they got people into it that, unheard of. 
Yeah, well, they got people into it that never would have been into it before. Because it's like, oh, this is a serious thing. It's not silly. It's not, you know, um, it's just, it's uh, it's wild, like, that, uh, that this has happened. And it continues to happen. And there's new stuff all the time. And uh, it never ends, um, which uh, I'm happy about. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, this is all the stuff we were into. It's still around, and it's more popular than ever. You know, if I wore Battlestar Galactica glasses today, nobody would even say anything to me. In fact, they'd probably be like, "Hey, those are cool." Like, I mean, like, I mean, like, because they're different, and like, you know, wow, they're weird. I never, you know, somebody done glasses like that. Uh, okay, they, probably, they, they might, they might, they probably wouldn't say they're cool. Let's not stretch. But, but let's, let's put it this way: I wouldn't have had any issues, like nobody had any issues at all with me wearing those now. And uh, and Spider-Man socks, forget it. I mean, it's like, oh my god, going to Target and there's you oh, know yeah. adult, there's adult everything. You know, I mean, yeah. uh. I wear Spider-Man socks probably every other day, and nobody cares. In fact, I was <laughs> I was wearing BB-8 socks once. <laughs> I went on a I went on a fire call, and one of the other firefighters was like, "Are those BB-8 socks?" I go, "Yeah," and he's like, "Yeah." Well. <laughs> that's, okay, that's guess what I would expect. Hey, BB-8 socks. Hey, it's BB-8 socks, everybody. <laughs> hey, look, it's BB-8. Uh, nobody cares. Nobody, you know. Nobody cares. No. So what if you're That's the thing. Robot socks. So kids, kids out there, yeah, so so any kids out there listening, because I'm sure we have a lot of them, you don't worry about what anybody says. If you've got BB-8 socks, you wear them. And uh, <laughs> if you have action figures, you put them out. You put them out on your dresser, and you put them out there, and, and you bring your comic books to school, and you lay them on top of your books. And that's fine. Just do whatever you want. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't let anybody tell you, and then have your stuff get stolen out of a storage locker. <laughs> um, that's my. That's my. Uh, that's my uh, lesson from that. Um, you know, I'm still, as you know, and anybody who's following like our Instagram or anything knows that I'm still a huge action figure fan, and I still buy them, and I still display them at work, and it it becomes a a bit of shorthand actually to see who your friends are in the office, because most yeah. people they're just going to be like, ah, eh, whatever, some nerd, but there'll be like one or two people that will come up to you and be like, oh, where'd you get that? Oh, that's awesome, and then they start talking to you about it, and then yeah. you've got a friend. Right, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's been nothing but positive, I think. Well, there's a lot of us out there, and yeah. we all we all benefited from uh, the torture and, and pain that uh, some of us had to endure, um, and uh, and now it's a better world. So. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. I'm so all my humiliation is you know, led to this. Everybody everybody can get along now and everybody's happy and nobody gets made fun of and that's you know that's awesome. I'm really happy for everybody. 
That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> perfectly fine. This is this is the world that I dreamed of. I imagined this world, and uh, I didn't think it was possible. Let's all to live in harmony. Um, okay, well, I think we I think we said enough about this for now. I mean, we might really dig it uh, someday when uh, we feel like there's something more to talk about. Yeah. But um, this has been the Ten Minutes from Hell podcast. Find us at ten mfh dot com. Read uh, all the articles. Look at the pictures. You can find us on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Um, you can find him at Wugman Max. Uh, he's got a page on Facebook and uh, on Twitter, right? And Instagram. Yeah, they're all linked, so whatever. It's yeah, all. It's just, yeah, so you got all those. And then uh, for me, you can find me at uh, Dennis the Office Cobra. And you can uh, watch the videos on there. They're very short. Um, and uh, <laughs> you can get a laugh or two out of those, and then uh, you can leave messages on there. Um, that's about the only thing I do. And I got I got uh, Instagram, but yeah, I, don't, I don't ever use it. Because I really don't think anybody cares what I'm eating. So, uh, <laughs> so, so that's why I don't mess around with that too much. Okay. Um, thanks, everybody. We'll be back uh, next week with uh, a regular um, What's Happened uh, in... Uh, nerd world um, and actually we'll probably have to recap a little bit uh, what happened uh, the week before that so man, I have like two weeks of stuff to cram in uh, for the next week <laughs> but that'll be fine we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be able to do it I have every confidence <laughs> uh, <laughs> alright All right. Well, that's it see ya alright bye